Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. My name is Lisa Keaton. I'm the founder of Revelation Wellness, the author of The Wellness Revelation. There's a lot of revelation and wellness going on around here. And today we are going to rev the word. We're listening to what you guys have to say. Uh, thank you as you make requests. You guys make song requests. You tell us what you'd like to see more of, how we might make it better as an experience for you. Because honestly, although our faith does not hinge on having some type of emotional encounter with the Lord, the Lord is very interested in encountering us. That It would feel that you would know his presence, that you would know it. And you know how you know it in this time together? You feel energized, refreshed. Hey, and some of you, some skeptics might say, well, that's just hormones and chemicals you guys are all responding to. Well, who made them? <laughs> Why do our bodies respond in such a glorious way of optimistic thinking? When we exercise, if you haven't listened a few podcasts back, we actually make our brains smarter. We become better at thinking and reasoning when we exercise. It builds up BDNF, brain-derived neurotrophic factor. It's healthy brains we have going on. So why would that be, right? So this all points to a good and gracious God who has designed our bodies, knowing they will come against resistance, that we can increase in the resistance. We can stay hopeful when it does feel like our hope is dashed. We can stay faithful even though we might have a hard time. We might be struggling with unbelief. It's okay. We can hold that tension. This is a really good place to do that. So thank you for being willing to do that with me today. We are going to do some intervals together. Um, right now you can be just kind of moving your feet, warming up. Let me set the stage for you. I want to say thank you. Thank you to our monthly partners. Thank you to our people on mission who are running on mission, helping us move this mission forward. We come alongside all faith communities and bring this love God, get healthy, be whole, and love others message. We're discipling healthy disciples. We want to see healthy disciples making healthy disciples who make healthy disciples. And listen, it starts with us. It starts with me. When I, when I have a problem parenting my child, it, it has something to do with me. I cannot, change, I cannot change the world, I cannot change my circumstances, but I know that change is possible and it lies within me through the power of the Holy Spirit. So our partners are people who believe in that. So thank you, you, make, you give me the time to do this. Without you, I could not do this. Without you, our team, I have a team of 17 wide people that you help finance department, IT department, we have a creative department, social media, communications, emails, all of our, all the content that's out there. So go to revelationwellness.org and you can see that. Uh, if you become a monthly partner with us, our gift to you is RevWell TV. So more of this, but in your home, I'll come, you'll see my face, not just my voice, and we'll move you, give you thinking, give you challenges every month, accountability, all kinds of goodness to continue to grow yourself in this optimistic and lifestyle of joy that we have for you here. So thanks for doing that donors. Please hear me. Thanks for leaving reviews. I'm just here to say thank you, you guys. Also, if you have a testimony, if you have a, 
like would you share your testimony with us leave a review for sure we pull those things off of um the i the podcast but if you've had an encounter here or how god is growing you changing your mothering your fathering your bossing your working whatever your your inging then email us testify at revelationwellness.org and we will be sure to keep that as well as say thank you you never know we might actually be asking you to 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 share that testimony on a bigger scale because god has told us this is the year to gather the testimony get the stories and people because testimony is the spirit of prophecy what jesus has done tells us of what jesus will do and right now with a lot of information 5,000 messages a day come your way what about the ones that say this is what jesus did this is what he will do, right? I think we could just sum up all of our worries and cares if we could remember that. All right. Okay, so let's get going. Um, on a scale of one to 10 right now, one being laying down in bed, eyes open, your heart, you're awake though, but that's not much, right? You got out of bed. Hopefully, you, I think it was Denzel Washington who says, put your shoes way under the bed every night before you go to bed. That way, when you get up in the morning, you have to kneel down to get your shoes on before you get up. And I love that. So right now we're about four, five, and we're going to have a good time together. Okay, enjoy this playlist today. I mixed it up a little bit. Y'all going to love it. All you uh, millennials might be a little, you know what? You're going to be like, what's this? I've never heard it before. And I promise you'll like it. Just a few, not all of them. I like to mix it up. All right, let's get the music going in three, two, one, play. <laughs> They're already like, wait, what is this? This song makes me happy. You know why too? I'm gonna come back to this message today <laughs> of just remembering this, this statement. Everything is gonna be all right, right? I feel like that's sometimes what the Lord just needs to say or I need to hear, Elisa, everything's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Comforting words from a good, powerful, kind father. It's going to be all right. All right. So Lord, that's what we need. More you. More you. Come here. We want more you. Everyone say, more you. Open your heart, open your hands. Lift the corners of your mouth. Receive him with joy. A triumphant entry into your heart. Come on in. Make yourself at home. We love you. We're excited about the fear you are gonna drive out today. There's stuff in us, Lord. Get it out of us. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey, let's say an extra prayer. About a week from now, 175 instructors, fitness teachers, gospel preachers, headed up the mountains to Northern Arizona to finish their nine weeks of training in a five-day in-person intensive it's sweaty, messy glory. They're headed up, getting ready this week. So we pray for them, God. 
do what only you can do. Healthy disciples, never the same. Change the world, light it on fire through them with your love, mercy, grace, compassion, and forgiveness. Use us. Raise your hand and say, use me. You don't need instructor training for this. But if you feel the tug, it ain't gonna go away. Next class is August, enrolling now, and it's filling up faster than ever. So come join us. Excited about what God's doing, anyone? Okay, here's the truth though. All right, let me get to the teaching. Some of you are struggling today. You're not happy. You're frustrated, disappointed. You're angry, you're sad, hopeless, right? You're either getting really big or getting really small. And I would put my chips on the table. The majority of you here, you get angry, you get big why you're most likely to exercise right and if you do and maybe you just get angry at yourself which is really depression to be honest it's anger turned turned inward all right keep warming up moving towards a six seven in the course of this entire time together you are going to get your heart rate above threshold, meaning over an eight, where it's uncomfortable for a total of 10 minutes. Not all at one shot, but they're gonna add up over time. In this song, I'll let you know, you're gonna give me a one minute. So start getting up towards that seven. A seven is comfortable work, but it's work. When we move up to an eight, it is more uncomfortable than it is comfortable. You can hold it. You're gonna feel the lactic acid. It means, Elisa, you couldn't pick up your phone. You're not, you know what though? You can do it with joy. Please do it with joy. But again, if some of you are here today and you're frustrated, I'm gonna say go ahead and bring it here. Let's go. Toe to toe with the Lord, face to face with the Lord. He loves you. He sees it. He knows it. He's not surprised by it. Ready? One minute. Go. Go. Give me a little more. Smile. Only if you can do it with the, with the joyful heart, though. Right? God loves cheerful givers. Cheerful. Come on, light feet, light feet. Lord, do it in us. Help us, help us, God. Come on. James 4.1, what causes quarrels and what causes fighting among you? Is it not this? Your passions at war within you.
When I have a problem with you, I have a problem in me. Recover. That was a one minute. Good morning. It's gonna be a good day. Acceleration. Listen to the heart who is feeling isolated, rejected, misunderstood, to the heart with unmet needs. There's a <laughs> there is a war in you. And it has everything to do with the passions you pursue. Your passions at war within you. What causes fights among you? The passions at war within you. Come on now, right? I can't change them, but I can look at me. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things to say. Oh, look at me. Look at me still angry. Look at me still quick-tempered. Look at me. I love it. I'm so grateful that the Lord gives us the ability to see wisdom. That's called wisdom. Earthly knowledge doesn't lead us anywhere lasting. Just like earthly sorrow doesn't lead to repentance. It actually just leads to hopelessness. Heavenly wisdom, heaven wisdom, wisdom from above changes everything. It's connected to revelation. That's why I've said, we're only as well as we get this revelation from God about who we are and what we're living for. God can tell us. Google can't, Facebook, Instagram, best friend, kindest husband or wife can't tell you. They see in part, but God sees the whole you. The quarrels among you from the passions within you. Listen, I am just so guilty of this. And I've got news, I found something out today in study. I love that it says here, your passions are at war within you. That word passion, I was expecting to find a definition in the Bible of like God's great love for us, right? Because we've heard of it, the passion of Christ. It's never used that way. It's talked about as pleasure of the flesh. I need you to increase two minutes. Go, go. Come on. It just means you're paying attention now. Heart, mind, soul, strength. Getting honest about the war that's in you with 
It's connected to what pleases you. What pleases you? Go ahead, take inventory right now. What makes you happy? Get honest. Don't be all churchy. Be honest about what you really liked in your life. Go. Are you seeing yourself? Come on. Anybody here like control? Anybody here like knowledge? Understanding of what's gonna happen next? Anybody here like to be admired? Accepted? Told how great they are? Honored, respected, heard, safe, recover, two minutes. You can use these two minutes however you'd like. So here's what I've, I've asked you the question, do you get big or get small? When unbelief comes, when fear shows up, do you get big or get small? Celebrate it now. Come on, know yourself. To thine own self be true. Don't betray yourself by pretending to be someone else all holy and cleaned up. No, there are some stinking things on you, in you. Yes, we are renewed in Christ. Yes, we are new being. But it doesn't mean old things don't try to come on. Me, I get big. Anger, expressive. You know what? I used to call, I called it passionate. Cause like, hey, Jesus was passionate. Hey, it turns out that's not even talked about. The word passion is not even used one time in the Bible in reference to how God loves us. It has everything to do with pleasures. Now, pleasure is talked about, about God in a few ways, but it's consistent. When Jesus is baptized and the heavens part and the spirit descends upon him and a voice from heaven is heard saying, this is my son with whom I am well pleased. Jesus sending, God sending his son pleased him. Two minutes, go. Actually a minute and a half. Come on, it's not much. Come on. This is God's pleasure, that while we were still sinners, 
Christ died for us. This levels the playing field. When I am mad, it usually has everything to do with sin. My sin in me, my war in me, making contact with someone else's war in them. Perfect recipe for a big old storm. And it is then, right then, before I get any more further in it, taken captive, that I have to be able to remember who I am. I'm God's daughter with whom he is well pleased. I please him. This circumstance ain't no big thing. Refusing to let the war within me cause a quarrel among me. Right? Come on, get healthy. Get healthy, everyone. Be whole, but get healthy. Five. Recover. Four and a half minutes. You can be a seven. You can slide down to a five. You can be standing still. Just stay up with your head over your heart. Breathing, everyone, breathing. It's the person that breathes. The person that can take in the most oxygen un under stress. That is actually the most of it to form muscle, to have a me metabolic system that tells fat where to go, a stored energy, it's time for you to be used. Come on, peace. You guys, there are studies that show people that have a hard time getting healthy. Whatever that has to do with a number, it doesn't matter to me, but just getting healthy, feeling better, sleeping, being less foggy having joy, a light within them, that's health. That it's the cortisol, the overload of the stress hormone that keeps us from getting to that better place. Makes perfect sense, that's why Jesus says, do not worry. <laughs> what can you gain by worrying? I got it, back to Everything's gonna be all right. You are my son with whom I'm well pleased. You please God's heart, no matter what pleasures of your flesh happen. You please God's heart. This is the passion of Christ. Had nothing to do with the war within him. It pleased God to send his son to step in the gap between the two sinners who are fighting one another or just themselves. A savior. A savior. Listen, ready? I'm going to give you a little insight to your own crazy and to mine too. Anger 
is just fear's bodyguard. And fear is the mask that sadness wears. Because in the end of it all, we're really more sad. We're disappointed, we're, we're grieved. We're sad. That's why they say statistically, people that at least can get angry have a better chance at mental health of staying away from depression than those who can't. Because at least there's like two layers of protection there, right? You got fear, that's the mask you wear. Oh, I'm, yeah. And anger is your bodyguard. But those who move quick to just sadness, which is a sense of being wrong, right, shame, shame, doesn't just say you did something wrong, says you are something wrong. And that's a lie. Because you please God's heart, period. End of story. No matter your story, you please God's heart. He wanted you. He wanted a kid just like you. Knowing the road you would travel. He knows it all, every day of your life. Written in his book. So what's the war in you? Come on. It's the war in me that tries to conform Christ into the likeness I need him to be. Right? That's when I know I'm off the path of peace. I'm not, I'm not loving God. I'm not feeling his pleasure, knowing that I please him, knowing that all these other things, finances, kids, marriage, they're under his authority. God is in charge but not in control. That's where we get free will. Now he ultimately knows everything. He knows the direction. He's not like, oh, I wonder what now. No. That's why he can stay in charge. He has peace. He knows. But he also waits to see what we will know. In other words, it's like a father who leaves all the resources for a child like if I went out of town and I made sure I stocked the refrigerator, made some meals, took care of everything my kids need, even though I'm not necessarily there, I'm still their parent. It would be like my kids never opening the refrigerator, panicking, wondering how we're going to get to school, how we're going to get to where we got to go, thinking I abandoned them. It's not true. I've left everything so that the war in them can't have them, can't cause quarrels among them. 
right? The kingdom is a matter of righteousness, peace, and joy, Romans 14, 17 says. So when there's a war at you, when there's a quarrel among you, whether it's between you and God or you and man, make, pay attention. It's good. It's, how, it's, it's like a fitness test. Every day I get a fitness test. How fit am I for the love of God? How open am I as a vessel of faith, hope, and love? Or how closed am I? How limited? How much am I limiting a limitless God? Every day I get a fitness test of some kind, amen? What am I thinking? What am I feeling? But first, am I breathing? Everyone, one minute, go. Come on, come on, go. We gotta get these 10 or go for 10 minutes. That's the hope. Smile. What causes quarrels among you? The pleasures that you need in your flesh that are in you. Control. Certainty. Come on, keep going. Right to the end. Keep going. Anger is fear's bodyguard. Fear is the mask that sadness wears. Recover. Because more than anything, an orphan is sad. They act angry, they act out, but at the core of it all, they're sad. That's why it's easy to tire. That's why I pay attention when you're tired. Follow that lie down. You'll find a belief pattern. What am I believing? Because my beliefs become my biology. My beliefs will weigh on me. I can weigh them. Righteousness, peace, joy. That's what the kingdom's calling us towards. Everyone in order to make the quota that I was hoping for. And you don't have to, again, you're not building bricks, you're not slaves in Egypt. You're gonna have a four minute, four minute at an eight. <laughs> so it's not comfortable, you, you're on your razor's edge. And welcome back to 1987. It's just a good song. I'm gonna leave you alone for a good part of this four minutes. And I want you to get honest again about these passions of your flesh your pleasures what pleases you and ask the Lord deal with them father ready set go four minutes go
Galatians 5.24, and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. Shake it off. Shake it off. New creation. of the flesh and all the desires it keeps you living apart from the righteousness peace and joy that is the kingdom keep pushing come on listen push some of you need to get it out it's in you the war ends in Jesus name He's much better. Say it. He's better than this. He's better than what I desire. Second Timothy two twenty two. So flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart. One minute less than 45 seconds. Call on the Lord from a pure heart. God, I'm a sinner saved by grace. Now, a saint in you, a royal priesthood, a people for your possession, chosen to make known his marvelous light. That you cannot be defined by circumstances. You just can't. Keep going. You have 15 seconds. Tell him. Kill it, God. Kill it. Crucify the desires of my flesh to be right. Crucify the desires of my flesh to control. Crucify. Recover. Oh, come on now. So, it's been fascinating to me today as I studied. I looked up the word passion again. As it says, is not this that your passions are at war within you? Passion. And we hear this, the passion of Christ, the passion of Christ. So I thought, oh, well, passion must be a pretty holy thing, right? <laughs> well, yes, it can be. But biblically, it's referred more to as something that's connected to our flesh. Passionate people can easily wander off the path. <laughs> and call it 
zeal or even righteous anger, right? Listen, you're right. Sin should have never happened. You're right. That, that should, we, that is a, the shh, 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 the shooting place is the place where the God says, come home to shalom. Shh, shh, shh. Everything's going to be all right. Wherever you should on another person or yourself, that shouldn't have happened. It should have been, right? I think it's unmet expectations that set us up most for dis-ease in our heart, for sickness of sin to show up right? Listen, this is how the religious people missed it. These people who studied and had the history of who God was, the Israelites, the Jews, they missed it because they expected a king with a scepter and a throne to come and just end it all. They didn't expect a baby in a manger raised in the ghetto being a carpenter, walking among the commons, eating with the sinners, all of it disrupted their expectations. And God, you guys hear me, Revelation Wellness family. Hear me, hear me soldiers. This is how he's gonna work. <laughs> he's gonna surprise you. Things are going to go unexpectedly but God. So here, I'm gonna get real practical now because you all go, yeah, I know, okay, you're right, Elisa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I get angry. Yes, I get big. Yes, I get small. Yes, I, I'm still a sinner <laughs> saved by grace. Okay, what can I do, Elisa? Okay, you ready? First of all, you need to hear, when you are sinking, struggling, and weighed down by fear, or unmet expectations, it is God's pleasure to save you. Why? Because you're his daughter, because you're a son, end of story, no more, nothing else. There's nothing you've done or will do that makes him justify coming for you other than you're his kid. And he knows, hey, I started this thing, I'm gonna finish this thing, I will never leave them. If they turn to me and just say, Dad, Abba, help. I don't like this person I am right now. I feel the war in me that is causing the quarrels among me. It is God's pleasure to bring us higher. It is God's pleasure for us to jump in his arms. It is God's pleasure for us to face to face with him. It is God's pleasure to comfort. And it is God's pleasure to speak to us. James goes on to say, right off of this, of what causes quarrels among you and fights among you, is it not this, the passions, the pleasures of your flesh that are within you, right? Passion, pleasures of the flesh, pleasures of the flesh. There's just these things in me that I can call holy when they're connected. And listen, you will know they are unholy. They're not of God when they cause you to have dissension, when they cause you to have bitterness, anger, jealousy, malice, gossip. This is why James goes on to say, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist, resist, and he will flee, the devil will flee. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts. 
you double-minded. <laughs> Raise both hands if you're double-minded. Right, me too. Listen, the world, it's weird. It's like the, this weird thing inside of us expects perfection of the Christianity. It expects perfection of the Christian. It's just not true. But it is possible for us to stay clothed in righteousness, even when something goes wrong. It is possible. Submit, yield to the authority of a loving father. This is your father saying, you please me. Don't worry about this. And then here's your practical solution to get yourself more free in this place of submitting, of making, turning the pleasures of your flesh into an awareness that you are the one who God is pleased with, right? Keep your identity on, right? Keep it on at all times. Then you'll know who you are, and when I know who I am, I can love. So the solution, you guys, cultivate relationship with a father who is your authority. Cultivate that relationship all day. I was saying, God, I wish for as many times as I get an email, a notification in the day, that I've got just as many from the Lord. <laughs> like, I need to constantly fill myself. The truth is we're living in a time where we are overloaded. We are filled with stress of this world, demands. And all demands do is set up expectations, amen? When there's a need, we set some expectations. Listen, I run a, not me, I don't run, I get to partner with the Lord in an international nonprofit ministry that is spreading the gospel by moving people's bodies. That's all. Has nothing to do about burpees, planks, it could be any type of movement. Moving people to get up off the mat and walk. You're able, God is able. But we're ever expanding, ever growing. And so we have needs. And I've said, there's financial need, totally. But I love when free will offerings, right? Those are the best. You're not expecting them. They just come. You're like, oh God, you're that good. But sometimes there are needs, like a job position or something we, an opening, some need that we have. And then with every job that needs to be filled, we create a job description with some expectations, right? Because good, it's good to know, like, it's good that I know what God expects of me. And again, what God has set as the high call, like, not just expects me to, oh, right, good luck, I hope you can get there, but no, this is already who you are. <laughs> I'm not asking you to do something that you're not able to achieve because it's in you, it's a mago day, it's part of my DNA in you. Uh, you can get to this place of immeasurably more, the rewards of God for those who seek him, because it's in me. So there's some, some really good, healthy expectation of the Lord to say, rise up, come higher, use the gifts I've given you, come on. He doesn't give them to us to just watch them fall to the ground. He expects us to use them, use them. 
And so even in this role, creating a job description or expectation, listen, it's when those expectations are unmet in some way that a quarrel among you comes from a war within you. But God, but God, God is able. God is much more interested in relationship than in rightness. In relationship, people over productivity or projects, people, relationship, staying healthy and whole in relationship with God and others. And all these other things will be added to you, God says. So we have to rinse ourselves out. And I hope this workout today did that. It wrung you out of the things that you've made it about that it's really not about. Receive your identity. You are God's child with whom he is well pleased. You are his passion, period. You are the passion. And it's so pleased God that while we were sinners, he sends Jesus to die for us so he can have his kids home again. Passion. Whatever pleases God's heart. And it starts with knowing who I am. I'm a daughter, provided for, cared for, loved. And he takes me over the shoulder and he pats my back as I'm crying with an unmet need. And he says, everything's gonna be all right. Now, now, breathe, breathe, breathe. Thank you, Lord, for your word today. Thank you, God, that you're dealing with the war. You've already won the war, God, the war the banner of us is love. The war has been won, Lord. We call false alarm and fraud on the enemy who tries to incite a war in us that just is not there anymore. We've been made new in Christ. It is peace on which we stand. The authority of God's word, the goodness and kindness of an Abba Father who loves us. And we receive that love today, Lord. May people that are hearing this have the, have the, the, the kindness, the mercy, the meekness, the strength to go and ask for forgiveness wherever their war within them caused a quarrel among them. Bring heaven on earth today through us in Jesus' name. Amen.